bot is in in full effect now we're good full effect cool well fantastic um i know it's been a while uh when was the last time we recorded by the way i i don't don't remember uh it was actually right before we (laughs) made the joyous adventure well well, (laughs) well that's true we did record one time um without cody so I would say it was Cody probably was not there a week or two before. So it was probably sometime in May. Cody, were um, you? Uh, did you listen to that episode? Um, about like twenty minutes ish. <laughs> wow. So he just heard me talk then, because I talked a lot on that episode. <laughs> yeah. What was it even about? I forgot. You know, it was one of those hodgepodge <sighs> episodes where we talked about everything. But I think at the time, what it was, it was uh, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, yep. right? That uh, was what was happening. We talked about uh, the formula shortage. Formula. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I felt like there was something else that was happening at the same time. Oh, inflation, maybe? I don't know. I got really political. It was a bit different. But it was, I was a bit un-Cody. Cody I was filling the pressure. Um, <laughs> filling the pressure, and things were getting more expensive. So I felt like I needed to say my piece. So now we've, we've all... Cody's been out here for some time, which is why I, why I believe... I think he had just gotten out here. He was trying to get situated out here in, in the uh, wondrous world of Texas, and he was getting situated, so that's why he missed that one. And then, of course, we made our our venture out here, and uh, here we are, um, back at it. I know we've had I've had quite a few people hit me up saying, "What the heck? Where's the episode?" Yeah, I, well, well, part of the reason for waiting was I wanted my accent to start coming in. Um, but you know, it's just not coming through (laughs) like I thought, uh, people keep telling me if I wear cowboy boots and hat that it'll come faster, but you know, I'm just not willing to go to that level just yet. Every now and then it comes out of Cody. I think he's been here longer. Uh, no, it it really does. And I have to fight it and (laughs) like, I'll be typing something. It, It most, it's not really even in words, or at least I don't notice it in my words, but I'm when I'm more so when I'm typing like on, on chats or teams or whatever. I'll want to say y'all and then I'll be like, no, I'm not going to say y'all. I, I can say you guys or or everyone or whatever. But yeah. I end up. Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> I, I like I don't like like I come to because, you know, your brain kind of I, I type Y and then like apostrophe. And I'm like, whoa, whoa apostrophe. Why am I going out of my way to type the apostrophe? <laughs> And then I then I do this like then I kind of like divulge into this thing where I'm like no I'm I'm not gonna do that that's not who I am and I'm and then I end up saying something else and rephrasing it specifically just so I don't do that it's my form of rebellion I guess <laughs> yeah well and and if you really want to trigger people that are like native to Texas because you know like the thing is is one of the things I'm learning is I mean I work in in the IT industry and I mean everybody that I work with majority of them aren't from Texas. Like, I don't know if that's just normal, but it's like, of all the people that work for me, I would say one person is a native person that was born here in, in Texas. Everybody else is from like Ohio or Utah or Wisconsin or, you know what I mean? Like, I got all kinds of people. So I'm not really like digging my trenches with people that are here. But I, if you really want to trigger someone that's really from Texas and they've got the thick accent is you just say you all instead of y'all. And they just look at you funny. They're like, Why? 
why would you why, why would you why would you go all that way well, to well, pronounce that so real real quick before i, I forget because uh it's been so long since we did this you know I, I forgot to say what's up to all our viewers and hey twisted world what's going on um we're back what's up guys we're back we're rusty that was we that are, was that was what, rust. Was, what was that <laughs> It was that was rough. Hey, why you know you, what though? Why did you have to cut the, the tempo uh, like so hard? Well, because because I, I want to make sure you know that people jump on and be like, "Is this? Am I on the? Are we on the right hey, show here?" Listen, or we're on this? like episode like thirty two at this point. If if they're not if they don't know what they're listening to by now, um, I'll let you, Cody. Do you do it? Let's hear it. We we already like it's, it's just done. Being, we're in. just hey, being we're here. It's this isn't a, this isn't like a uh, th- this isn't a mental health checkup. We're not like seeing how they're doing. Well, hey, hey, they're, they're checking in on us. That's I'll be honest doing. with you. My last two months, I, I need a mental health checkup. It's been rough. Um, moving to another state. I mean, I, I listen. I'm well, glad to be here. It's great. I think we moving, should talk about the the crazy stuff that's happened. I mean, Cody oh, had crazy gosh. stuff too. Like, well, I mean. Uh, I think anyone that moves has to go with crazy stuff. But I mean, I I've only in my life moved from like town to town and yeah. hated moving every time I did it. So to pack up and move across States, uh, you know, Cody had the benefit of, of just being able to fly and everything kind of be shipped there. But you, you say the benefit and you say that kind of loosely because I think Cody got here like a month before his stuff did. Uh, was it a month, Cody? Was it that long? How long was it? Um, yeah, I, I think that's fair. I think that's fair to say a month. Um, it was definitely a struggle in the first few weeks because in my stuff was my birth certificate. And you don't think about that too much when, I mean, or at least I don't, I don't, I mean, I, <laughs> so, some people are like, oh bro, you got to bring that. I'm like, really? Are you, you thought about that? Cause I didn't think about that. I, how many people think about that? I don't think about my birth certificate. Uh, it's because I'm going to a new job and usually like, you know, one form of identification is enough. I guess not. I guess you need that or else it's super illegal. And then they let you go because you don't have that. But we made uh, accommodations for it. But anyway, we ended up getting it. But uh, but it was this whole process. Like, I think my mom had to get a copy from California and then send it to Texas just so I could have a Something. original copy of my birth certificate. So what showed up first. I mean, your car showed up pretty quick, right? Or no? Uh, yeah, I had my car before anything else. Well, after the shakedown, right after they they had to empty their pockets out um, to the man that that kept all that hostage, they finally got their stuff, right? Uh, how that works? Yeah, and then half of it's like broken. A lot so of then I, in there is just, oh my, God. oh my, yeah. yeah. So that was my thing. Is like, okay, I've already I've always heard horror stories, right? Like, first off, you anyone that doesn't live in California that moves out to another state, if you, you, you don't have an understanding, like it is like three to four times more expensive to move out of California. Like you oh, move yeah. out, like we have, we have a buddy that lives up in Oregon and it was like $3,300 for a moving truck. It was like nine K in California I, for us to rent that, same, that to rent that lived, same, yeah. truck. same truck. And, uh, and it had left mileage and all that. Like it was, it was a pain. So it's like to move out of California is already expensive. And then you're like, when you have a moving you know, provided for you. It's like, oh, that's a lot of money. But I always heard horror stories that they, you know, the service is crap. So, anyways, I was like, no, I'm, I'm a cheapskate. I'm not going to do that. We're going to do these U boxes, and we're going to drive uh, the truck and the trailer. You know, I have a, a travel trailer. And we're going to, we're going to tow it across the country. It'll be great. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I mean, it was it, <laughs> great. Is a loose term. Uh, I did have fun. Um, the fun part was getting here because the trip was rough. 
um, we had two blowouts on the trailer, um, one of which was in the middle of a thunder and lightning storm, to which I handed Aaron the tire iron and said, you can change the tire. Um, and he gladly did it. I don't yeah. know. Maybe he was wasn't exciting. paying attention to the lightning that was striking behind us. But uh, it was great. Living on the edge. Living on the edge. Uh, if anything, we're professional tire changers on a trailer. Yeah. Um, yes. We just we just did it. Ten minutes, we were done. It was great. But anyways, well, no two blown tires. Was like it was like an hour. The first one was an hour. Well, we, 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 an hour. Listen, we had to figure out how our hands worked. I, I don't yeah. uh, listen. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know I look rugged looking. <laughs> But I'm not rugged enough to change a tire on a trailer, or at least I, I maybe I just thought maybe I wouldn't have to be the I wouldn't be the one guy that had a blowout on the way to you know. So anyways, it's a lot, blo- it's a lot more difficult in a car. I mean, by a lot. It's not. I, I think some people. It's a lot more difficult than a car. This. And this trailer isn't like ten feet long. I mean, this thing's twenty four feet. Twenty four feet. Uh, it's attached to a vehicle, um, so it's it's it sounds easier than it is. So yeah, it was. We we figured it out. It took us over an hour the first time. But uh, yeah, in Thunder and Lightning, we smashed it out in 15 minutes. It was fantastic. Yeah. Um, um, anyways, the long story short there is I spent, you know, a bunch of money buying new tires because it happened more than once. Yeah. And check engine light came on and we it just uh, the hotel reservations that fell through because of a 73 cent charge um, that the hotel would not allow us to pay out of pocket. So, you know, it was fun. It was fun. It was great. I will never do it again. Um, I'm going to die not. in Texas at this point. Yeah, so, absolutely not. Um, it, not to I, mention the, the U-Box catastrophe on both your side and mine. Just left uh, and just, right. just a nightmare. And I know that yeah. you listen. I know that you guys chimed in today for the uh, Moving to Texas podcast, uh, but we do need to change the topic and probably talk about something nefarious. Um, yes. So, like California uh, taxes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Thank God we're gone. No. Um, so the dead Internet theory. Right. So you brought I think, Andy, you brought this one up. Did any of you guys did you guys look into this extensively a little bit? You guys know yeah, a little bit about yeah. it? Yeah, so uh, I mean, I'm not going to go too deep because I think we're going to go into more of a deeper conversation. But this came yeah. up when I was listening to a lot about the Elon Musk thing, right? So he's buying Twitter. He puts out there he's going to buy Twitter, kind of whittles them down. They go, no, we don't want to sell to you. And then realize that the stock takes a hit. And they're like, OK, we'll do it. It's best for our people. Do we do this? Well, you know, his first push at really like looking at everything goes, well, I feel like there's an issue with bot accounts, fake accounts on Twitter, I would like to see true numbers of like users. I want to see the numbers and we need an estimate of like how many of these accounts aren't legit or secondary accounts or bot accounts. Um, and all of a sudden I started hearing this like dead internet theory thing get thrown around and I'm like, what in the world is a dead internet theory? So it's part of the reason why I picked at it today. I mean, we've been talking about it for the last couple of weeks about recording a new episode, but now that we're actually talking about it, it's a little after the, the fact. But, you know, he pulls out of the deal saying that, you know, he doesn't want to buy this because, you know, a good, I think it was 70% or 80% of the, of the population on Twitter he believes to be bots. And they won't provide him with the data. They won't provide him with the, with the actual data saying, hey, this is how many users we have, other than just saying, this is how many users we have. And so anyways, it... Uh, go ahead. Well, I just want to touch on that because uh, you're you're talking about Twitter specifically, just so we're on the same page. I am. And one, and one article I read, it, the guy, and it's funny because I'm on Twitter. I follow Twitter a lot. I get these, these Twitter, either, either you guys on your Twitter accounts fairly often? Yes. Yeah. So, I, I don't, I'm not very active, but what I mean you, is I go on there and I look at football stuff and, yeah. and sports stuff and conspiracy stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so people I follow and other and like have all these additional followers and then you see their comments and that's kind of how Twitter works. Right. And it's funny. It's, so this guy makes his comment and I go back and I go, man, it, it, 
totally adds up because the guy makes a comment. He's like, and can you believe how many women are posting about their uh, private sections and, and doing things and, hey, who wants to get with me? But the guy writes about something that Elon was kind of talking about and stating that these aren't even real people. They're just trying to get the likes, the follows and things like that to just kind of keep this keep like Twitter rolling. Right. And it's crazy. So you see like these provocative posts from people and they've, they've got a hundred thousand likes or 200 or 300, but they're saying things that like, you just don't, I mean, maybe, maybe the offset chance of some girl out there who's got some issues, post some stuff like this, but it's like rampant. Right. Yeah. Um, and this guy's saying like, these are just, these are just pirated pictures and, and, these posts just go out there by leaps and bounds. And this is just Twitter. Like, we're going to go deeper into what this theory is. So, dead internet is. theory is more than just one platform. The reason yeah. I brought this to the table was is because what's happening kind of relevant to pop culture is that you got Elon Musk with the potential of buying you know, Twitter, he backs out the deal. And now the courts are saying that he has to buy it. And it's going to, they're going to go into this whole long case and it's whatever, it's going to be dragged out. But the idea of dead internet theory kind of popped its little head up during this whole process. And it was, I can't remember the timeline, but there was this idea that, you know, in, in like 2016, around the time after the election uh, with yeah. Donald Trump, that, uh, you know, nefarious all actors. Comes back to Trump, doesn't it? And well, all, all right, right. Because <laughs> if we remember this, right, the idea was that Trump shouldn't have won. There was no idea that Democrats were paying into this idea that they were going to promote Trump because he was the easiest to beat. He was so far out there. And then all this stuff happened and Hillary wasn't supposed to lose. And he won. And a big reason why he won is he used his social media platform, right? He used Twitter. He used Facebook. He used all these things to, to broadcast his message you know, and get himself out there. So the idea behind this theory is, is that some time after the election, the Internet died. Because of nefarious actors basically saying that it was broken and that we were allowing people to be able to do things. So they killed the Internet with the idea that everything on the Internet now is procedurally generated. It's AI. Right. And that uh, now, you know, we I believe that to not be true. Right. We're talking. I'm the one that brought this to the table. And so my take on this is this idea that I don't believe it to be true. I believe it to be something along the lines of. um that there is maybe a portion of it, right? That like we talked about birds aren't, are, are, birds not, aren't real, right? And the idea that all birds are dead, but I believe that, you know, if we're going to talk about like the idea would be probably a little bit more, make more sense that maybe not all birds are dead, but that a good portion of the birds are dead and that there's still real birds out there. But it's that idea that your inner circle, the people that you see every day are interacting with you on the internet. That's the theory that I take, but that everything in between is, is, fictional. Everything in between is AI. Everything in between is just made up. And so they started blaming this on this idea that basically because the Democrats lost and they had major, major control over these social media sites that they went in and they basically said, you know, eliminate access to everyone and everything is now procedurally generated so that it, they can make it sway or lean any way they want it to. Um, but I'll let you kind of run with it, Aaron, because I think you did a little bit more research than myself, but it was this idea that bots overran all the humans. And now pretty much when you go online and you have 11,000 uh, you know, people that are following you, you may really only have about 25 people that actually know you, but the other ones are all bots that are generated there for the intent of drawing interest, right? They're, that sells yeah. or driven or something like that. So anyways, go ahead. What do you got? Well, so first, before I, I get into this, did, so Cody, did you look into this heavily a little bit? 
I mean, I watched a few videos, but I don't. I wouldn't consider myself so, an expert. So the first thing I want. <laughs> so the first thing I just wanted to touch on that I saw is, as of, and and 180 million of what I'm about to say is just in the last few months, which is kind of crazy. But in in the 2022 uh, May, I believe, as of 2022 May, 5.3 billion people are supposedly on the internet. Okay. So take that into effect. 5.03 billion people um, are, are supposedly on the internet through social media, uh, email sites, and registered on purchase sites like Amazon. Just when you do anything where a person has to register themselves, 5.03 billion people. Now, okay, so, the, so there's 7 billion people in the world, right? Right. So, well, I think it's 8 now. Eight, is it 8 billion? I think it's 8 billion. Or it's close to it. And the oh. winner is 7.96 billion people. Ah, <laughs> Pretty much eight. Close enough. Eight billion. Eight billion. Listen, let's round up. Okay. Let's just make so, up about 7 million people. It's fine. Noise. <laughs> so we'll call it 63%. 63% of the world is, re- is registered on the internet in some form. Okay. 63%. And a big chunk of that is third world. Now we did talk about like the we talked about social media sites before and how a lot of third world countries still have access to Facebook and things like that. But just the, the fact to think that that sixty three percent of the world's population is registered on the internet, and this theory though would suggest that like like Andy had said in twenty sixteen, I guess their beliefs are that the internet was overtaken by AI. AI, that, yeah. That AI have been, I mean, we, we know that bots have been formed for quite some time to get you to look at ads. They pop up when you click certain things, um, clickbait and um, cookies and all these different things all have an effect on the, the AI bot system of advertising. Well, the theory is that it's gone to, the, gone to a whole nother level, that this AI has taken a whole nother form and that it now it can create... Um, personalities it can create of course artificial people within these worlds so you know when when you see these posts kind of like this one writer was talking about twitter where you see these these females and these you know semi-provocative pictures saying all these provocative things and it's really just an ai to get you to click and respond in turn causing algorithms to then you know send you ad advertising um this other person in this other article also mentions the weirdest thing that everybody talks about, how you could be talking with your friend in your living room, mention something, open up your Facebook, and then there's an ad for it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and it's and so it's believed that now where it gets extreme is that it's some of these people are believing that more than 75% of the people out there aren't real people. So if you've got 22,000 friends, you know, the reality is, is how many of you ever met them in person is their mentality. Have you ever truly met these people? And the fact that they may not be real people at all and that they are part of. Now, this guy goes as deep to say government um, psyops. So this is where it gets weird, I guess, is that the government is trying to control us through social media sites, uh, shopping, 
well, and but I mean, in that nature, right? Isn't that what the, the that's what kind of what the take is? I understand that the take isn't that Trump is, but what it was the idea that they were fighting a social war when it came to that election, the 2016 election. It was all about who controlled social media. Obama kind of controlled it in, the 20, in 2008 and 2012, kind of became the first like semi-popular on social media president. But Trump really took off and did a lot of that. And then that's when you started to see after that 2016 shell shock, right? Um, you started to see more restriction, right? They started, you know, shadow banning and those types of things and, and restricting certain content and, you know, marking certain content as fake and some content as not fake, even though it was clearly fake. But the, the idea is, I believe it to be intentional, right? So the AI you're talking about with regards to like Alexa, right? Or, or Siri is that they're constantly listening, right? And you say their name, even if you don't say their name. I mean, I remember being in my kitchen at my house in California and I was talking about something and Alexa popped up and says, if you would like me for me to search for that, there's 300 and something items on Amazon right now that you can buy that. If I can add it to your cart. And I was like, no, Whoa, Siri. Alexa, <laughs> Alexa, stop yeah. and stop listening to, you know, like there's a command I had to go through to like make her not active. Listen, there's an actual command and people don't know that you just have echoes in your house and they just go. Now, the funny thing is you're right. My wife wants a certain sweater. She starts talking about it in front of Alexa to see if it'll pull up on her phone. And oftentimes it works, right? Oh, those Christmas sweaters you sent me a couple days ago, I want those back, you know? And it's really funny. But I think the intention behind that original AI that you're referring to is sales driven, right? It was this, this, you know, the, the wallies of the world where you're riding around on a chair, all, you know, obese and everything. And it's just add, 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 add. That's where the, that's where the ad, the AI concept comes from is it was driven to draw, you know, interest into pulling people in. However, the, that internet theory takes it a step further. And that is that the AI has now got a mind of its own interacting in a way to more than just profitability and sales, right? It, it is a, a mind controlling. And I, this is weird because I don't really go deep into the conspiracy theory of things, but being technical in the way that I am, and we all, anyone that's in IT like loves Terminator is at least a part of Terminator and looks at Skynet. Like we have a phone system at the new job that I've got and it's called Skynet. And I'm like, that's equally a terrifying name as it is an awesome name, right? IT fan. Cool. That's awesome. But at the same time, I'm like, why would you ever name something some piece of technology Skynet? You're predicting what's going to happen in the future. But I say all that to say that, um, the future but, with AI I, like has always been terrifying. It's this idea cool. that it can kind of grow on its own and manipulate on its own. It, it, the idea with this is 70 to 80% of your interaction on the internet is driven by, by, by fake stuff. Now there's some that are blatantly obvious, right? We get, you know, the three of us are men, right? So as a man, I, and maybe it happens to women too, but as a man, I get the, these, the fake follows. I get these fake comments that say, Oh, come cuddle with me. And I'm like, Oh, come on. Like, seriously, I, I just want to get, I just want to get on, on my TikTok. I just want to get on my Instagram. Like, whoa, 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 wait, whoa, whoa. <laughs> no, no, no. Are you, seriously. Are you saying he's upset? He's, 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 he hasn't had any of those yet. I don't have any concubine right now. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> Zero. Zero. They're all fake. They're all middle-aged. Indian, no, I'm just kidding. They're um, they're yeah. no, they're all AI. It's all it's all generated to draw interest, and you know this as any man. I'm just saying you've gone through this. Everyone, I, I literally got one today, and I'm this, like, this is retarded. I think I need this a man. Dumb. Cody thought he was on top of the world. He's like, look, babe, I, I, I mean, you're, I'm your only one. I got you, but I just want you to know, I'm wanted. I'm wanted. They've told me we've had so many conversations, like we've had such intimate connections. I, yeah. I refuse to believe it. 
Yeah. Also, <laughs> like, I I changed my profile pic once, and then I just immediately got like three of those. They even text me. That's they even have my number somehow. Like they're they're, oh, they're yeah, jumping through hoops to meet with me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we just haven't been able to meet up yet because of scheduling conflicts, and it's just you know. Is it because oh. she is it because they, she needs a bus ticket and she wants you to buy like she $100 wants these Visa prepaid for you? To, and I'm yeah. like, I don't know what you're talking about. Just yeah. give me your Venmo kind of thing. And it just never works. It never works out. Never yeah. works out. So but but the the idea is it's everywhere <laughs> in everywhere in but everything. Listen, but even the, the, wow. Even wow. Like, wait, but it goes deeper, though. So you got to understand that. I mean, this stuff realistically started in the 50s. You realize that, right? When uh, I think his name James Vickery discovered the the ability to um, imp- implement subliminal messages and the human mind reacts to it, right? And it's it really goes back to that. So before, way before computers were in homes, before internet, you're, you're talking. This dude was implementing messages into the first original advert ads at the beginning of movies, right? And he was like like eat popcorn and and they noticed an uptick in purchasing a popcorn and drinks and it increased the concession sales. And so when this dude discovers this, I mean, now we're talking 2022 and we have technology that the AI can do it. Right. Yeah, But I mean, but but is that, is that the intention behind where the dead internet theory came from? So there's the idea that dead internet theory, right? Like we are selling products honestly, every single one of us that see this on the internet are like, it's either a scam or they're trying to get me to buy something, right? That's the take. That's the take that the we usually go Persuasion of the masses is what the dead internet theory is to state that out of those 5.03 billion people, that more than half of those aren't really people, right? Some, some right. Like 80%, like that's extreme, I'm sure. Um, 80% of 5.03 billion you're figuring are all bots and AI from around the world. Right. But, and, I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. I'm a billion trillion dollar company. I come up with the artificial intelligence. I mean, you can weaponize that. I mean, it's really, it really like, and I, I say, wep- I say weaponize, not in the sense of like, I'm going to do physical harm, but you know, maybe you get riots to happen because you pump up a certain thing or you comment on a certain thing or well, you get people to drop advertising on a specific candidate because this candidate stands for something that you, you know what I mean? Because well, it, Wizards of the Coast stock goes up because Cody's not real. Let's be real. <laughs> I mean, the, whoa, whoa, the, dude, the dude, the dude drops some pictures of some cards. And next thing you know, they've, they've gained a few thousand dollars right out the gate. It's crazy. I mean, well, I'll be honest with you. I, I go to a new n- new site today for work and I instantly look for a card store. And so now it all starts to trace back Thank you, that Cody. I rem- I remember Cody posting pictures of cards uh, <laughs> in, in, even in a wow chat, we weren't even talking about magic. It was, it was a wow chat. Uh, World of Warcraft, and here we go. Magic cards popping up. So you know what? You may be uh, right. I, I hit, listen, I just it, it, the pieces, the puzzle kind of fits, right? I mean, Cody's a little, little off tilt. So he, he's, it's quite there's, possible. He's there's not only human. one person on this call that's off tilt. Cody, and it's yes. clearly you. But let's move on. So I'm really shocked that you haven't brought up UFO stuff on this. Because it's usually your go-to, so I figured I would bring it up before we got oh, to this awkward part of the conversation. We're still fresh. I mean, I wanted to give it a minute and then just bring up the reality that, okay, so because I mean, it 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 could work. 
I mean, you could, I know you plug it. You're somehow able to connect UFOs to everything, like everything. And I'm like, it, it doesn't make sense, but oh, I mean, well, it could work. I, mean, I don't know. How, I, I'll let you connect the pieces, but I mean, I'm just thinking in my mind, like the technology would be advanced enough to be able to do something like that. But would anybody be aware? Like what, what's the telltale signs that 70 to 80% of the internet is fake? Well, here's the thing. I think that the aliens, they get tired of going out to these middle of America places and abducting these like non-intelligent individuals that and, and making these crop circles. Right. So these things started bleeding out. So they're like, man, how do I get the middle American man to to come out his house so I can abduct him? Right. Well, we they send provocative messages from hot chicks. You know, and then the guy like Cody's like, man, I got all these great people following me. I should go check out who they are. And next thing you know, he's gone. Right. Um, and he's got some probing happening. So. <laughs> so hey, bro, that's a win win. That's a win win. <laughs> we call that a W. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, my gosh. This is off the rails. So, um, so but listen. 5.03 billion people, right? Do you know that 85% of the world's population is in the third world poverty-stricken country? Yeah. Okay? So to, to think that 63% of the world is, is on the internet, you know, all over, is it possible? Yes. But, it, but what these guys are saying is that, again, that these are majority, half, 75%, 80%, whatever you want to call it, is bots trying to control the rest of us that really are they're not the third the dead theory internet theory i only saw one person and it was like the dumbest thing in the world like this dude's writing articles on the internet talking about everybody on the internet is fake well we all know that that's not true because we're on the well internet, i mean that's right? the idea so. behind that is the idea behind dead internet theory i just my personal take is i think there's some validity to it what I mean by that is I think it's extreme to call it dead internet theory. I think the idea is that the internet isn't as big as we think it is. I think it's as big as we think it is. I think as far as people, it's not as big as we think it is. I think that they're, they say five point something billion and maybe that's true, but Samsung sold everywhere. So the idea is that you're interacting with people that probably can't interact with you in most cases. So when somebody likes a post and there's, you know, 22,000 people like the same post, we, I'll take it a step further. I, I think memes are a perfect example of where we are today. Rather than taking things serious, like the idea that there may be something to this, right? That we know there's bots. We know that it's overrun. We know that they're – and I do quotes in the air um, until we do a video podcast. Right now, it's, I'm just going to walk you through. It's, a, it's air quotes. The idea is that it, it's – is it fake? Is it? It's it, it is. You know, we know that this stuff's happening, but I can still interact with the people that I do know. My question is: Is when you interact with someone that you don't know, are you really interacting with that person, or is it something artificial? Uh, I believe uh, Musk posted something about what's your favorite cheese or something like that, and he had like ninety-eight thousand replies in less than like twenty minutes. Is that really people that are following him? Or is that an indication of what's happening, right? Um, the moment he put an offer in on Twitter, uh, you saw a shift in alliances. And all of a sudden, like people that were conservative who are more on the Republican side, right? Because that's kind of where he, he he's not Republican per se, but he leans more that way because he's more conservative and believes in freedom of speech. Um, all of a sudden, those people like, you know, Ben Shapiro or Stephen uh, – I don't know if I call him Stephen Tucker. It's not Stephen Tucker. What's his name? Stephen Crowder. Those guys all of a sudden get like thousands of people following them all of a sudden. That doesn't happen overnight. 
right? Like, how does that happen, right? And so I do think that to some degree this is happening, and I do think to some degree that it's very plausible that we are looking at something that's maybe not a, like honestly, Twitter's been around forever. Right. And I'll be honest with you, I'm not a heavy social media user. I use Twitter to go on postings about Twisted World from time to time. Uh, but really, I go on to look at the dumb comments that Elon Musk posts, or I go on there to look at football stuff. Right. We play fantasy football. I want to jump on and look at the fantasy football comments. My hope is those people are real. I see them on TV, they're commenting. But at the end of the day, I, I'm just taking what I got and running with it. Um, but how many times do you jump on those social media sites and see things like gift giveaways? Right. Right. Or, yeah. um, and how many people like share them? It's because that's what you have to do. Right. Well, well, a lot of them are on Gleam. Right. And so you click on them and there's 15, 20 things you have to do to get tickets to win the prize. Um, I was going to say that I didn't really ever know anyone that ever won one of those prizes, but that's not true because I, we know Jesse and Jesse won an Xbox off the hype one or hype beast one. <laughs> did you see this Xbox? <laughs> I did. Oh. He won it. He won it for real. But see, I know Jesse. So that was my interaction to confirm and go, okay, this is legit because he really got it. Now, um, I, I don't know. I mean, the the intention behind control only works to a certain degree, right? Because you still have a, a larger part of population that's older that doesn't really go on social media, right? Like much older. You've got like your grandmas, your grandpa's age who are on social media, probably a little bit more susceptible to being manipulated this way because they don't think past that. Um, I would say that this is more about social. Uh, what do they call it? My brain is just shut off just now. Um, social engineering, right? It's the idea of getting to know that person, building a relationship with that person, manipulating that person in a certain degree, maybe slowly start talking, you know, your politics or your feelings or nudging them in a certain direction and really kind of changing and manipulating people's minds and mindsets um, in a certain degree or certain way. We, You see that in, in pop, you know, that's how people pull information from people because they make them feel comfortable. So I, I, I digress and go back to that comment where I'm getting these really inappropriate comments from women saying, oh, I just want to cuddle. Hey, Al, you're really attractive. Let's talk. Those types of things. But as silly and funny and, and naive as those things are, like I'm like, this is so dumb. There are cool. people out there that are seeking that type of attention. And that type yeah. of attention works and it gets them. Now, most of those are scams. But the idea that you couldn't manipulate that into posting on a Black Lives Matter post and saying, this is so ridiculous, da, 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 da. I had a sister that did this, and that all be manipulated and be a lie to where you now have people that have had similar situations that may not have been skewed a certain way, start thinking and feeling a certain way. You could heavily sway people in a certain direction um, by just a small manipulation, oh. right? Let's let's imagine, though, that you're like this, uh, and we're, let's just use that specific scenario where it's these fake girls, right? They're fake. Um, yes, Cody, they're fake. Bro, sorry to, sorry to break it to you. Bummer. So, so these these bot females are reaching out to people. And we're all happy men. We're all happy maritally, married men, excuse me. So we're just, we we look, we don't read into it. We don't care. Just like whatever trash, boom, go in and it's gone, right? Ignore the Ignore the garbage. But how many individuals does that get them to bite, right? And then how many things come of it you know, how many hackers from other countries are on the other side of that that computer doing this or it is like we we're talking about. It's a bot, right? Trying to get him to do something specific. And back to the fact that that like I was talking about, like the one article 
um, having mentioned the beginning of subliminal messaging and how subliminal messaging has shaped the mind into getting people to do things, whether they normally would have done it or not through these types of subliminal messages. And so these bots are doing that, right? So these bots are getting people to think one way and maybe 10 years prior or five years prior or two years prior or six months prior, whatever the case may be, maybe they wouldn't have thought that way. Maybe they wouldn't even have given it two seconds. But now there's these different things happening, right? All these little clues and stuff being being planted. And their own brain thinks it's their thought, thinks it's there. And what's that other? We were just, we've talked about it a couple of times. Um, Cody brought it up first and you've mentioned it a few times. Oh, where, uh, the mind think, control? What was it called? No, mind no that, we know that's a whole other topic in itself. No, the where where we look back on like a piece of marketing and we see two versions of it and we swear it's one, but it's. Oh, oh, the uh, Mandela effect. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. So your brain, like it's at this point where I, I think these people like, again, not, we're not going to go political about the vaccine or the COVID virus or now monkeypox or anything along those lines. But the reality is, is I don't think that more than half of these people believe one way or another, but they're being their brains being tricked into it through possibly this dead internet theory, where again, since 2016, uh, potentially majority of the internet is now bots, AIs. But hear uh, me, helping to take form it, take, that. take the Mandela effect a step further. Yeah. It, the Mandela effect could potentially prove that the d- internet died, right? Because a lot of the things that we're remembering, where do we go to find those things, right? I, yeah. I, every once in a while, I'll see like a video on TikTok. He's like, I found it. It was on a VHS at my house, right? And it's of the Tinkerbell flying over the Disney castle and how she used to go up and hit it with her wand. And But if you look up on the internet, you can't find that anywhere. So the internet is a source, which has now become this database, this phone book, this everything that we go and look at, but the original sources are gone. So dead internet theory is the idea that it flipped off one day, turned off, and it turned back on something brand new. So it's it, it's possible that Mandela effects are actually a thing um, and that the internet is what changed, not our memories, right? Our memories are what really happened, but we go and you look and you're like, oh my gosh, there was a dash between Coca-Cola. Right. And so there's well, a man, Mandela effects are, are creepy, man. They mess with your minds. Right. Like we talked about these the other day. I remember. Sh- uh, what's his name? Uh, we were just talking about this with, with Pastor Josh. Um, it's going to kill me. It's the, the guy he's in Jingle All the Way. He is. What's his name? Yeah. Jing- oh, the, the actor that died. No, no, no. I'll, have to, I'll look it up. We're talking. But anyways, no. Swear. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
who was who's Sinbad? That there's oh, Sinbad. A, I remember yeah. a movie where Sinbad plays a genie. But and yeah. I thought it was I thought it was called Alakazam, but apparently there's no movie where Sinbad plays a genie. Go, like really? look it up. Yeah, and I remember it. Um it's 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 <laughs> it is it, it is a Mandela effect. Well, actually it was called Shazam, I think. Shazam? Yeah. Shazam. But now that you now it says we found like there's there's movies on IMDb. He plays a genie called Shazam. Right. But they're basically now saying that it, uh, now I'm finding it, it's, it's been found and whatever. But essentially, it, it's considered a Mandela effect because there's no movie listed for him ever playing a genie. There's a whole article in, in the movie where Sinbad plays a bumbling genie who gets a wish. Yep. The real thing apparently doesn't exist. <laughs> yep. And I remember watching it. Right. So those are I the, never. I never. To me, it, hey, I think the Mandela effect because I, I understand there's Mandela effects where people have like things that physically happen to them. We heard the story about the person that fell and hurt their leg really bad, and the whole thing happened, whatever. But m- most of the ones I've heard are tied back to some kind of like something they saw in a movie or something they saw on a poster or the logo for Coke or this or that or whatever. They're usually images or 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 things. So it, it to me it always it. it it just kind of reinforces the idea that dead inner theory is a possibility and the idea that it reset. And what we, what we're left with was this overrun um, online system. 5 billion people may be on the internet, but I would assume that with bots, that that number is a hundred times larger, right? A hundred times larger. If we could really, if there was a way to actually track it down, right? I, I don't know. I don't really know. I, I would say furthermore that, if it is AI, AI has done a really good job with bringing the things we, we call memes, right? Um, Cody's generation, I would think it's more gener- his generation, but like how many times you hear Cody, you know he's memeing, right? You know he's memeing. And everything is a joke because it can't be real, right? That, that's not real. It's a meme. It's a meme. You know that's not real. He's just, he's just it's, it's dank, right? He's just, play, he's just playing with you. And so this idea that we just kind of excuse things away could intentionally be done because memes just came out of nowhere, right? I mean, not really, but they were photos or me- or videos or clips from movies or text on top of caption photos. And they've just become this thing that we use. And I use them all the time, constantly. And, um, but everything has become a joke to where there, you know, it just allows something, if something was to be happening in the background, it basically gives it less power because someone such as myself or Cody goes, ah, it's not real. That's a joke. It's it's a meme. So everything would essentially be excused away as something not real because it's so far fetched. It's a joke. There's no that's not serious. Um, so anyways, we're just seeing we've seen a rise in a lot of those things in the way that we communicate to I don't know, it allows the possibility for something like this to actually have been happened. How do you prove it though? I don't know. I don't know how you prove it. I know yeah. you, we all know we all know bots exist. Right. We all know that they exist. Right. We from from the games we play in Warcraft where people are botting to, you know, get gold or farm things or whatever um, to being on the Internet and commenting on something and, and ridiculous follow up comments. Um, we know that they exist. We know they're out there. But how do you prove the sheer number of them? Like I, I thought to myself, how does Twitter prove to Elon Musk how many ca- accounts are real? Unless you give every person that's a a true person willing to go through the background check, a blue check mark. How do you actually know who's real? So they have, I'm sure they have some way of knowing an estimate, but like, how do you know? How do you know? So, I mean, I, I, Cody, I've been, ta- we've, we've been talking a lot. Do you have any, any takes on the idea yeah. of yeah, the have, internet being real or not? Yeah. I have like th- three. So 
<laughs> so let me uh i'll save the and you know what never mind so basically you're saying like oh yeah there's like six billion people or, or so there's eight billion people and then like what six billion are online is that about right uh, approximately right okay and then like you're like okay then there's like a hundred times more bots and it's like well okay but what do we mean by people online because every people online have accounts like i have probably a hundred accounts myself you know what i mean but am i a bot probably not but i all they're all under different names you know what I mean? No, so, so so taking a step back, I'm gonna let you talk. But the 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 uh, people online comment means has access to the internet. Doesn't mean that accounts are being created. It just okay. means that there are five. Because I think on Facebook there's only a billion users. Yeah, right? so and that's that and that's you. what I'm trying to get at is that right. how do you measure that? Because if I'm under a hundred different aliases, and you have to count all the different people, quote unquote, <clears> that have <throat> access to the internet. I mean, how do you even do that? Apparently, they have the ability to track second or more accounts. So apparently, there's one way to track an account, and then the multi—I have multiple accounts for different things too. But your activity on those accounts, which that can that can be tracked, is a way to do that. Whether or not they're able to do that on the masses, I don't know. So you guys got all these aliases. I just want to touch on this, right? Yes. If you don't have like five burner accounts, you're doing the internet wrong, bro. If you don't have at least six emails, you're what are you doing? Yeah. You gotta have your listen. You have to have your like email that you've had since you were like twelve, right? There's that one. Everybody has that one. You don't want to get rid of it because like there's that got, one family member that, that email. No, there's like that one fe- or email that your your aunt, one. your great aunt sends you, and and you don't want to get rid of it, right? And it's an AOL account. You're like ah, now it's vintage, right? So I got to keep that one. But then you so you create a new one, right? But then that one gets overran with spam because you really didn't understand what spam was and how it worked. So you're just getting overrun with spam there. So you're like, crap, I'm going to create another one. So the second that, that that new one is one you don't give out to anyone like at all. But then you start a business and you're like, ah, I need a business email. This one's got the business name. I'm going to go ahead and use this one for the business. So now you got a business, one, but you can't use it for personal because it's related to the business. So you create a new account. Uh, to do things online with, but 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 not to like sign up for for anything like that, but just to have like you know if you need to email your friends or what. So next thing you know is you're like 17 accounts deep, and then you're like, ah oh, shoot, I got an Xbox. I need an Xbox account, so let me open up an Outlook account, but I'll name it the same name. So long story short, yeah, that's how you get six or seven accounts and actively use them all. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's kind of what I'm saying is like there's like a ton of different ways people can like you know fool other people into thinking they're someone else you know you can have tons of different accounts and different names right. you can go under kind of skewing that number is kind of what i was getting at because it's really kind of hard to figure out even even what do we even mean by that and what, what do those numbers even mean um but that number that he's giving is the number i know what number he's pulling from because i've seen this this is number of people that have access to the internet yeah, I, I get that. Individual like contributors. Humans. Right. Yeah, humans. humans yeah. Meaning by phone yeah. or computer, they have the ability to access the internet. Yeah, I understand that. And then okay. we were saying that we were saying the, the but the dead internet theory is that half of those people aren't real, right? No, is that, is that no, what, no, no. Well, no, that seventy percent of the internet activity isn't real. Okay, so not necessarily users, just not all anything, users. anything no, that happens so at all is seventy percent. This one theorist believes that seventy-five percent of the internet users are not real. Okay, so yeah, we're, that, was it, their, that was their comment. Yeah, so that's kind of that's how I was talking about. Is like there's like a ton of users, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. I mean? There's a lot to to dive into that, and that's 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 a hard thing to really to buy into. Yeah, and so when we start defining the terms, you f- you find that this gets more mucky and more murky. 
you know, when you kind of have to define, you know, users and then like, what is, what is real? What is, you know what I mean? Like, uh, what is, uh, AI and w- at what point is, does it have feelings and does it have like, uh, an actual personality and what point is it, you know, real, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause I think there was a recent story, uh, a Google engineer, it was a Google engineer uh something like that basically they had said that the the ai that they had developed had gotten so um so developed and so uh intrinsic like not intrinsic but uh so uh complex that it had it convinced him that he it had developed its own feelings and that it was sentient and that he could not he could no longer operate on it and so he had to quit did you guys read that no no yeah how do you see this link that's pretty good Yeah, go look it up. It's real. Like he was like, yeah, I, he's like, this is getting to a point where it's it's so it's it, it. He believed that it was like, OK, this is so intricate that this AI is actually becoming self-aware and that it is developing feelings and knows what it is and also understands where it is and things like that. He's like, I can't I, I'm, I'm not going to work on this anymore. And he can you quit Google. So. I mean, it, that's that's it, way past like Terminator stuff, bro. But it I makes mean. sense, right? So, uh, like the the concept behind artificial intelligence is exactly what we see in the movie. It absolutely is. So when you're a part of an AI team, because I've been to a number of conferences for AI, when you're a part of an AI team, you have to have the Terminator ideology in your mindset because it is a reality. If you give something the ability to make decisions. This is an. It, the problem is, is that AI lacks emotion. It lacks the ability to be empathetic, to feel pain, to feel love, and do those things. So you become an ant or an anthill when the, it wants to build a road, and you're just wiped off, right? So the idea of Terminator, like, it's a movie, but it, it if not governed correctly or not created correctly, it 100% can com- become a reality. Now, whether or not it would destroy us all, I don't know. Like that's beyond my you know capabilities. But think about it: everything we have has semiconductors in it. Everything we have is 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 is, 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 is sorry technology. Like there's very little nowadays that is you know raw old mechanical that doesn't have computer chips unless you're you know driving an old car and shooting an old gun. Um, so the idea behind what he's saying. Like, I would be terrified if you weren't the one in control of that and what it was doing and what it was becoming. That's that's scary. So the the idea behind dead Internet theory is that somehow one of these got out or one of these was being used in this way where they've allowed it to make its own decisions. Well, and that's the scary. That's the beyond scary part, because remember, we a few episodes before, like we were talking about all the virtual worlds and stuff. Right. And there was that the one article from that. Um, that physicist and, and uh, our robot technology, right? And the guy's basically stating that, you know, if the, if this mass AI were to take over, it's not that they would wipe us out out of fear or anger, but because we would stand in the way of an objective, and that oh, would yeah. be it. And it's not that they're like, oh, we hate human beings, like we 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 sometimes see portrayed in movies. But what it is is they see, okay, I, I need I'm at point A, I need to get to point B, and unfortunately this this flesh being is standing in my way and I'm going to have to remove it. Not because it hates us or is angry at us, but just because we stop its objective. So the fact that, I mean, this, this, this Google guy is over here basically coming out and talking about this AI that is having full blown emotional feelings. That's even scarier. This is is the, this is the, the preface to the matrix. 
Right. Right. The matrix yeah. is built on this AI that ends up taking over and then basically putting everyone into artificial intelligent worlds that are simulated. Right. Um, now, this only backs yeah. up, that internet theory only backs up the the ideals behind like our matrix episode even more so. Right. Um, and the fact that every if 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 hypothetically this is true or any portions of it is true, then we are fully engaged into this world where at any moment they can say, Hey, we want them to think this way. And then say, then all the bots do their thing right through subliminal messaging and, and, and coercion. And next thing you know, you got a majority of the race going, Oh no, this is true. Right. It's like the one guy I was listening to, to a guy, um, it, it was, it was supposed to be an, an economics like discussion about financials just because of the industry I'm in. And the guy started talking about, um, the monkeypox thing. And he's like, does anybody notice that like at the end of monkey June, there was like 50 cases and now there's like 6,000. Um, and I don't remember there ever being anything about a big jump or anything. And now the world, and now the U S is freaking out. Right. You got all these people who are like, no monkey pox will kill you, but yet there hasn't been a single death. Uh, you got all these people that are, it's just, it's crazy how now we've converted like COVID is kind of starting to go where people aren't scared of it or not tripping on it anymore. And now it's the monkey pox thing. And it's just really, there's just a lot of propaganda out there, but it's only, it, it, look at it. It's like the people that it's hitting, like, I haven't even seen any of this stuff, but you'll see people on Twitter going, oh, I just saw that like 20 people are dead, but you go to CDC website and there's not a single one. So what is it they're seeing? Right. And it's, so is it back to this, this control of thought, this control of, is it, you control a person's brain, you control their body at the end of the day. Right. Um, and so that's where this dead internet theory is, is is that's where like it's 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 the utter mind control through the internet and it's controlled through ai and bots some people think it's the governments some people think it's you know um multi-billion trillion dollar companies that have an agenda so on and so forth so i I, i'm gonna just kind of throw out like my final thoughts on it right my final thoughts are I, i don't believe that the internet is dead but I will tell you this, I believe the quality of the internet has died, right? What I mean by that is, well, and I'll even go a step further and say like your phones, right? So we think back, let's go back like 10 years. I mean, we can go back to 2016, but maybe a little further, right? Think about like the games that you had on your phone. There was quality to them. They felt right. They felt good when you, when you played a game on your phone. I mean, they're mobile games, mind you. That I'm not talking like anything advanced, but you... Like, I enjoyed the games that I played. I felt like, you know, I, I remember this one, and I can't remember the name of it, and I'm sure Infinity Blades. That's what it was. I, like, that was a good game. Yeah. Um, try to get a game like that now, and everything is spam. Everything has ads. Everything is, you know, about money and, and driving profits. It's less about entertainment and having fun. And I feel like the Internet's more of that, too, right? I, we honestly, for me, if I'm being completely honest, with the exception of maybe streaming videos, I use the internet primarily to just look up what I'm going to do at work if I get stuck on something. Right? I pull up a pull up a manual, I watch a video, and that's that's probably the extent of what I do. Maybe I listen to some podcasts, maybe I listen to some audio, but the internet has changed. I don't interact much with social media because the social media that I got a part of back with MySpace in early 2005, 2006, when Facebook came out, is a lot different than the Facebook and stuff we have now. Like now it is 
primarily reposting ads or posting photos or you know, like I feel like there's very little actual social interaction happening and the social interaction that's happening is very like conflict driven right like we we argue or we 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 state our opinions or we just go on and we like things it's very to me it's very antisocial um it is very you know how many times do you well maybe not in this circle but you you see something on facebook and you go oh did you see what happened today and you weren't even there you didn't even get to interact in it so i don't I know i it, no you didn't either hold on no. there's a wonderful video that describes the phenomenon you're referring to and it's by CGP Grey, and it's called uh, Anger is Contagious. Or I think it's just called Anger, but it's about anger being contagious. And it has to do with that phenomenon where what you're talking about, where on people on Facebook or Instagram will go on there and they will uh, have these conflicts with people. And that's what seems to be the, like, the most driving force behind, behind the actual social interaction that's happening on Facebook nowadays is it's not like... Oh, you know, here's my dog, you know, oh, cool dog, bark, bark, you know, the freaking, you know, comment section. It's kind of like, oh, uh, women's rights. And you're like, hey, guy, I don't like what you said. And then you're like, hey, check out this guy posting this thing. And then everybody's just barking in the comments. That's what that's what Facebook is now. You know what I mean? That's well, what and, that's what and, all social like uh, town squares are now, right? It's everything is just a big, you know, field for debate. Everybody's trying to get likes with their best comebacks and best, you know, point of contention or whatever. But I'll and take so, it a step further. It's broken down the communication for people like us, right? I don't want to go on there and post what I have to say or how I feel because of not fear, but you just know that you're going to be one of the guys that are attacked for having an opinion. Like I left California for this reason, I would get attacked by a bunch of libtards, right? So, I, I you know, you you start having like I now change the way that I socially interact with those things, um, which makes me frustrated, which makes me pull away. And I work in a world where we really should be engaged in the technology and all this, but I don't want to be, right? Or we go a step further, and now we're instigators, right? So I'm not necessarily an instigator, Cody, but sometimes if I jump on, we see someone like Dre post pictures all the time about somebody who will say something about a game or something like this, and he pokes at them constantly. Like, he jumps on and be like, yeah, well, it's probably because your son's retarded. And you're like, Dre, you can't, why are you doing, like, he's an instigator, but just for the memes, just for the fun. So it's turned into this really weird environment where you've just got, like, I don't know. The interactions are not what they used to be. I, I laugh at my old posts, right? Every once in a while, I get a memory. My old post is, you know, it, it says Andrew Rowan, and I would go, is eating a bagel. Now, I don't remember ever writing that, but let's just say I used to, I literally used to write the words, is eating a bagel, because I thought that's how posts work. I did. Everybody did it because that was what it was. <laughs> it was like, oh, this, I'm so, is enjoying a, a Coke. Right. Like it's stupid. Right. It's really dumb. But we all thought that's how it worked. And it was it was genuine and it was innocent. Right. Oh. Good. No, no. I mean, go ahead. Because I want to I want to throw something at you. Go ahead and finish. I apologize. Oh, I'm just finishing my thought. Right. So the, the idea is, is that like my 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 sister posted a picture and my I remember family going like dad doesn't have black hair. And she's like, yeah, he does. And we're like, are you serious? Dad does not have black. You know, and that was a genuine reaction. Nowadays, you'll post and sometimes you'll never see anything. Or you'll post and you'll have some ridiculous comments or somebody will start having another conversation about something else on your post. It's, it, it's broken down. And there's a heavy breaking down uh, to where you now have generational people like myself and Cody. You interact a bit more, but I think your interactions for the most part are business driven with the exception of a few family or friends, right? But like, I don't comment on things 
if ever, on Facebook. I think I commented for the first time today on someone's post, but that's the first time I've commented in forever. Uh, Cody, I haven't seen him log into Facebook or any of those things in in probably years at this point, unless he's like, you know, announcing that he got engaged or got married or whatever. Like that's the only time Cody's ever ever on doing anything like that. But because to troll okay. people. It's to troll people, right? Like, I said it's the, for old people, but yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, same thing, right? It is for old people, right? And I'll be honest with you. I wouldn't have it if I didn't have I kids and I was being tagged. <laughs> but it's just, you know, anyways, it's just one of those things. It, it, we, it, we're so detached from one another that it's easy for me to believe that there are bots out there that are procedurally generating conversation or or hype or oh. they're driven with a particular narrative to change or influence something absolutely and, and it goes back to and it goes to the fact that like human beings are slowly where iqs are decreasing and the eq is increasing right and the eq is the measure of like somebody's emotional comp, um, comp, um, competencies and the the human nature the world as we speak it is like i said the eqs are, are heavily increasing where iqs are decreasing uh libraries are shutting down like people aren't reading books anymore why when you can get all your information on the internet so, the problem is if that's all controlled now that that's what the belief is is that let me tell you ask take somebody that's and and cody may know he may not i don't know but just stupid little things like you ask somebody like who paul revere is bro <laughs> and they, they have no clue they have no clue. Some I heard one dude. He was like, "Oh, he's they're, they're, he's a music artist," and I'm like, uh, "Okay, so Revolutionary War doesn't mean anything to you, no?" Okay, so at the end of the day, it's it's easier to to control people with a higher EQ and a lower IQ, right? It's just reality and it's proven fact, just like you guys are saying. Like somebody can get on there and they can say, oh, this is my dog. And then somebody say this. And then next thing you know, it blows up into this big emotional mess that it was never meant to be because the because people's EQs are high, right? They're, they're, these emotional stances are overtaking intelligence and the, and the intelligent, the intellect of academic competency and the ability to reason is all what IQ is, right? So that being decreased, you're having all these emotional outbreaks. It's also easier to control. You throw something out there. Oh, Trump hates women. And then all the women are like, oh, yeah, screw Trump. Right. Or, you know, Biden this or whatever the case may be. And it's so easy. It's so easy to control that. And then so you you tack on the fact that everybody and their mom with five point zero three billion, you know, uh, people being able to interact with the Internet you can throw anything you want out there and you're going to get an emotional response. And then that's where they start the control. Right. And so that's the belief is the dead in theory, like we were talking about with marketing. Right. And that's where they tested the grounds. So that's where the subliminal messaging tested the grounds via the internet. And now it's like, Hey, we could throw anything out there. Boom, boom, boom. And the masses will conform to it because intellectual academic competency and, and the ability to reason is not there. It is our, our our country alone, let's just talk about our country, is lacking the IQs that it maybe did 20 years ago, right? And they're believing it to be heavily, uh, their responsibility being heavily weighed on the internet. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it, I agree with you, right? I make comments all the time when I'm talking to my wife about how I believe that society has gotten moronic. We've gotten more dumb. The movies, things like I, I, I reference Wally, but there's also like Idiocracy, where you've got morons out here that haven't been able to grow crops in a hundred years because they've been watering it with Gatorade, right? So it, that 
<laughs> that is showing you a society that is degraded so far, but it all came from this messaging of, you know, quick, easy, fast. Um, I, I'm going to, we, we're, we're going long and I know that we're going to wrap up, but like going yeah. back to your thought on um, the intelligent, intelligent piece, and I'm not probably going to be able to explain it exactly how I heard it, but I heard it was listening to something the other day and they were saying that societally g- generations get to a point when they come of age where they create the new and there's a new genre of music or there's a new genre of something that pushes forward. And music was the one that came up and kind of pops in my mind the most is what are you seeing a lot of right now popping up when it comes to music or pop culture or TV shows is we're seeing a lot of eighties music, right? We're seeing a lot of that generation music and stuff like that coming back rock music from the eighties, that kind of thing. Um, marketing and sales tend to drive the popular the popular or where the money is or where the intelligence is and so you're seeing a lot of that money because where the money and where the popularity and where the 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 the, the curve on where our our society is going right now are the people that lived through the 80s listening to that music now yes someone like myself who was born in the 80s i enjoy 80s music too i like watching the tv shows um but what they're saying is is that societally we don't have the intellect to create a new like the beatles did or like elvis did or like somebody from the 80s did with the music from the 80s that we're not creating something new we're actually reverting back and leaning back on what was created before us and that is the the, the usually the sign of a dying society is where they we no longer progress and we no longer create we we tend to lean back and pull from behind. Now we we you know fashion that type of stuff we always pull back and pull forward and that type of stuff. But we usually reinvent. It, we usually reinvent it. We're not reinventing it right now. Eighties music is very popular, and it's the old music. It's not eighties style music. It's the actual music is what's popular. The actual styles are what popular, and there's not a lot of reinventing in that. And so that usually is a sign of a society that is behind, and that a society that is not uh, intellectually driving forward. I, we're we're a bit off topic on all this, but the idea being that these bots have, have created an environment where either answers come quick and easy, conflict comes quick and easy, uh, and we we were really playing into that ADHD, that ADD kind of mindset of quick, easy, fast, resolve things now, and just that's what's going to happen. And go ahead. No, I just I just found this excerpt from People Magazine, and this this writer writes. And because I, I, I wanted to see what thoughts were about EQ versus IQ, right? Because I've been I've been studying this stuff and how the the people are truly just. It's not that they're dumbing down people. You know, there's theorists that believe that EQ is its own intelligence and IQ is 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 more academic and reasoning, right? And EQ is emotionally driven. And this person writes, EQ is more important because a prestigious degree and a lucrative job means nothing if you have no one to share your success with. EQ triumphs IQ in soft domains. It helps you gauge your employees' moods, their emotional state, and to understand their reactions and weaknesses better. Sounds like he has no one to share that with. Listen, so he goes on and he basically saying that if you if you can't connect with people, it's it's. IQ is worthless, right? And I'm not necessarily saying that there's not a piece of that that is is true, but he's saying that EQ is far superior than having an IQ. But see, but I don't, the problem okay. is that emotions are driving; they're easier to yeah, control. Yeah, I was going to look at Hitler. Proven fact: he controlled people through emotion, <sighs> not intelligence. 
However, I, he was highly intelligent. We he know was that. highly intelligent. Yes. Yeah, he used their emotions yes, on yes. his own. You, you, <laughs> don't man, you don't manipulate through intelligence. You manipulate through, well, through probably emotion. a paired paired between emotion and intelligence, right? Use your yeah. intelligence to emotion to use your emotion. Yeah, the problem there is, is that intelligence is usually driven by awkwardness. It's usually driven by non-social factors. I'm getting a little bit too deep in that, but yeah, the idea is it, most yeah. intelligent people are awkward yeah. people. Elon Musk. Elon Musk is an awkward dude. Yeah. Now he can type fine. And, and the reality is you cannot tell emotion in text. That's why memes are a thing. But the reality is, is that most intelligent individuals are awkward or have a social awkwardness to them. Right. Um, sure. I, I'm I way too cool. So I'm not smart enough. No. So then there's Cody. I mean, we're, we're still he was awkwardly being quiet this entire time. So he must be highly intelligent. Highly. I, I've got two more things to go over whenever you guys are ready. Oh, okay, yeah. Let's, 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 let's let him wrap up. He, he sparked that conversation too long. OK, so um, first thing I want to talk about is that uh, I know we're talking about bots a lot, um, but I think um, trolling and troll accounts go into this hand in hand too, Absolutely, because yeah. I mean, you're, you're impersonating someone you're not. Um, it also goes along with, you know, manipulating uh, behaviors and social engineering and all that fun stuff. So I just want to bring up the fact, I don't know if you guys knew this, but, but in 2019, I'm going to read the article just so I get it right. Uh, in 2019, 90% of the top Facebook Christian groups are all ran by Eastern trolls. No way. Oh yeah. my what? goodness. 19- I actually heard this stat. I don't know if I heard 90%, but I did hear the stat that a lot of them were run <laughs> by trolls. Yep. Wait, wait, when you say Eastern, are we, we're talking about like, like Russians. Like, oh my. Yeah. So you Russian, Russian trolls okay. own and administrate, orchestrate, uh, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. They run... 19 of our top 20 Christian Facebook groups. And what do they believe? And this is not fact. This is somebody theorizing this, I'm sure. But what do they believe is the intention? Oh, wait, wait, someone theorizing this? It's not a theory. Oh, it's not a it's theory. Not, that's that's it's actually not a theory. been proven. I've oh, seen link the article. I'll link oh, you the article, horrible. my guy. That's yeah, it's awful. Yeah. Why? There. <laughs> I'll put it in the chat for you. Here you go. Here no, you it's, go, a re- it's a real thing. And, then they, and, and I don't. I know it's tro- we we label it as troll and they are trolling it, but I think the idea was to get into the roots of of, of who we are, right? There, it's infiltration, really, is what it's about. Yeah, and it's you know, and you can play with someone's ideology. You can kind of twist some things in there, maybe. Oh, okay. Maybe you can, yeah, Hope maybe you can, you can like sway insight. some things. Yeah, no, there's mm. a lot you could do. Yeah, yeah. So. And, uh, they yeah, have the names of all of the groups in there for you, Aaron. If you want to look in there, look. You can see the name of all the groups. No, I don't involved. know. Were these groups uh, removed, or do we know if they're still, an act- they're still I, active? I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah. This is this was a pretty. This is an article from 2019. So I yeah. mean, uh, gone oh, by no. LGBTQ Nation. What? That's the oh, that's the website that that wrote this article. Oh no! This is there's a uh, what's it called? There's I heard it on. on. I heard it. I mean, not again. Not everything on the internet's real, but the reality is, is that it was it was the stoke of the fire. Is that that you have to troll farms out of Kosovo and Macedonia? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, oh, the actual man. article is on relevantmagazine.com. I'll link that one for you. Oh, I can't. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm sure just, it's I think it's just what's, some website. Just off each other. So yeah. what, what, number three. The, yeah, yeah. So what is the other one? 
What's number um, three? Number three is that um, I'm going to give you guys a second on this, and I'm going to have you ponder it for a moment. People are bots. Just well, think about matrix just, theory. Just think about that for a minute. It's not, but think about it. Well, just think, think about it a little bit. Been just, just a little bit more de- no, no, no. Just think about it a little bit more deeper than that. It's uh, people act like bots all the time. People are NPCs. Oh, they sheeples? give uh, not necessarily. I'm talking about like people give bot responses to things all the time. They have um, some people on the internet will like give like the most basic responses to things. They'll say the most generic things. They'll say the things that everybody is saying, so everyone will be this giant herd of people. Uh, think about the term like nice or or cool. You know, it, like when you go in like the comment section of places like that, you'll see like, oh, people will just comment. You, you, how many times can you find the same comment over and over and over and over and over again? Because right. people are freaking bots. People are NPCs. And those some of those people are real. Some of those people are real people. You know, I mean, I can't tell you which ones are bots, but I'm just saying I know people will go on there and do that. And I'm saying that I, people I know this is silly, are, but I, I bring it back to what we do for a living. Right. I remember when when we when we first got you into IT. Right. I used to say. When you go to close out a ticket, don't just put a template, right? The problem is, is that, that the IT guys in general, we go in and we put a template. And that template is, is that I'm going to close this out resolution. It says, this ticket is closed or this ticket has been resolved. If you have any problems, please contact IT support, blah, 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 blah. That's a template that just gets put in there. I used to always say, make it personal, right? Make it personal because every time you're, you can write kind of the same thing, but you don't want to get to a place where they don't believe that you're really doing anything. I want oh, people yeah, I got, to know. I got one of those at work. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I this, like a little bot thing that pops up. I am having this conversation with my people right now, and I'm like, put your name, say, hey, you change the verbiage, right? Be like, hey, worked on this issue. Here's what I did. Uh, at this time, the ticket's going to be closed because it's been resolved. If you have any issues, follow up with me. Thanks, Andrew. Right, and I do that because I want people to know that there's a personal touch on what I'm doing, and that I am actually taking the time to write this. I'm not going template done. Now, if you have 20,000 tickets, you got to do what you got to do. I get it. But uh, that kind of leans back to like life. How many times, Cody, go to go to our chat, go to any of these chats. And I go, hey, Cody, are you free? And you go, yep. Or, hey, does this time work for you? And you go, K. I I write K, just a letter K or KK. I do that 1700 times a day. Then that that's what I'm saying is that everyone's a bot. Like people are just bots. And so like. Have you seen the videos? Uh, you know, you play, played Oblivion, right? Yeah. Okay, so like, have you seen the Oblivion NPC conversation videos? Where they just loop? No, no, no. It's like, uh, it's it has nothing to do with like actual. Are they real Obliv- people? Yeah, yeah. It has nothing yeah, to do yeah. with the actual Oblivion gameplay, but it's basically like you. If you've played Oblivion, and if you're listening to this, if you played Oblivion, yeah. you know what the NPCs are like. They're very, they don't, ha- they're stoic. They don't have uh, facial expressions <laughs> because they, they just wasn't coded into the game. So they have a stoic oh. face, and they don't have emotions, but they're saying words with some somewhat of a monotone behind them and sometimes it's very it, it can be it can be a lot of expression a lot of emotion but their face stays the same and so what people will do is they'll find examples of this in in videos on the internet and they'll put the oblivion background music on it and oh, it'll look great. like the game and so they call it oblivion npc conversations also npc means non-playable characters aka just a bot so 
so basically, like, you'll look like it'll look like something from Oblivion because they'll have this stoic look on their face and they'll be repeating the same dialogue like an NPC. And so it's funny, like, uh, like it'll be like kids skating and someone will be like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Where, why, why are you skating here? Why are you? Sk-? They'll ask like repeated questions over again, and they'll, then they'll be like, "We just came here to skate." And they'll be like, "They'll be like, uh, you need to put helmet on, and then you, you need to leave. You need to." And they'll just say like uh, it over and over again. They'll like ask him real questions, but he won't respond with real answers. He'll respond with the same dialogue he's been pre-programmed to have. It's really funny. So that's what I mean. Is like people can just be bots sometimes. So that's all I, all I wanted to say about that. Oh, for sure. And and I mean, I read too while you guys were talking just a little bit about this this Russia thing. I mean, even this in theory, because they don't. For sure, they think it's human beings, but it, it, this could be bots, right? These sites could be bots to troll and to do whatever it is that they want it to do, right? And that's the whole thing of this dead internet theory is that that there are people everywhere that may not be people. They may be bots. So at the end of the day, um, you know, for all of you listening, just, you know, uh, for me, I'm just going to say be careful what you believe on the internet. End of story, right? Don't let your don't let your emotion be be swindled from you. Really think someone would do that? I I, the final thoughts is do your own research, right? At the end of the day, bots if they're intended to sway the mind, um, don't just take things at 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 face value. Uh, I think do your own research. um, You know, for those like I I go to church and I I like when a pastor says, uh, you know, don't read it yourself. Read it yourself. Okay, yeah. I will, right? Uh, and so you go and you, you read it and you're like, okay, cool. You either validate what they said or you find something new in it. And so uh, I would just say that if you're listening and that's kind of what you do and you find yourself just mundanely skipping through and, and you have all these people that comment and argue with you and you feel irritated by the time you get off the internet, probably stay off of it. <laughs> It'd be the first yeah. thing. Uh, not engage in that. That's uh, part of the reason why I think a lot of people like Instagram is because there's little engagement. It's really just photos. But yeah. at the end of the day, there's a whole nother take there. But uh, yeah, my take would just be, you know, disconnect a little bit more, do your own research and have your own mind on things instead of being raged by people on the internet. Yeah. Cody? Show. Code. Um. Uh, trust nothing and no one everything is a lie uh you can't verify anything anymore and um have fun knowing that and those girls hitting on you ain't girls so stop believing it right everything's a lie nothing is real that's right twisted world fam as always we love you we're glad to be back and uh we'll be at you soon we're out peace out Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.